Hello, my name is Monica Matea. I'm your host in the Awaken Life Project podcast. I help women to step into their power and brilliance so that they can live the life they fully deserve with confidence and alignment. In this podcast, I share tips around how you can transform your health, career, relationships and wealth so that you can take actions every day. Hello and welcome in the next episode of my podcast and today I want to talk about the art of letting go and I think um, it's a very challenging subject because not many of us actually want to let go and sometimes we are subconsciously holding on something um, that keeps us stuck in a, in a position and also we feel that um, we are not in control of this because there are other circumstances, other people who basically keep us in that situation. So this is the kind of the mindset work I have been doing for um, quite a bit of time because the art of letting go, it's just the key to anything in life especially when you're building the life you truly want to live and desire, like, for example, building the business, but anything else in your life, right? Because um, quite often we go through a lot of difficult and tough life experiences um, and then they keep us stuck in a position because they define us in a way uh, that whatever we're going to do in the future, um, it's going to be the same, right? So quite often we're holding on to failures, right? So I I had so many, plenty of failures in my business, but also in my life, uh, which basically relate to health. Uh, That could be, for example, I want to lose some um, pounds and want to be slimmer and fitter but I do it for three months, for example, and then I'm back to where I was. I mean, this is quite common and we are not letting go of that uh, possibility that it's ever going to work for us uh, or we are not letting go of, um, of, of that, not necessarily failure, but that kind of the experience which leaves us with some negative emotions and negative uh, feelings about what we have tried and it's just stopped us from keep trying and keep going. So there isn't one way to let go. The only say, and I will give you a few tips, but what I would say is it's a constant everyday work. No matter what you do, you may have positive mantras, you may have like all sorts of different things in there. But if you don't do it almost every day, even for a few minutes, like a kind of the conscious thought work, then it's not going to work because our brain keeps coming back to it and, and, and do not doesn't allow us to basically let go. Now, as, as you know from my previous podcast, I'm in bereavement because my dad has passed away. So there are different ways, different things you want to let go of. So, of course, the death of my dad uh, is still very, very fresh. So I'm probably not ready to let go like completely, but I'm making small steps 
um, into the direction of leaving that behind. And that requires a lot of thought work because if we lose somebody, and this is a very a tragic and probably traumatic event for a lot of people, um, because you know that you're not going to ever have the future with that person again. And it all depends on the circumstances that happened that um, it's very tough because on one hand, we want to remember, we want to make sure that we honor them. And on the other hand, we want to live our life. We want to move on. We want to use the energy we have to live our life the best we can. And it's a bit of a struggle. And there isn't any kind of defined timeline for that because everyone is individual. Um, everyone individually goes through grief and everyone uh, experiences this in, in a different way. So this is a very specific circumstance which can be so, so individual and different for everyone. So I'm not going to be relating particularly to that. Yet, I think that the art of letting go some of the tips you can use for your own experience, uh, no matter what that is. Quite often, what what happened, what we can't let go. So from the research and from talking to my clients and generally on social media, quite often people cannot let go a certain deep hurt they have because somebody told them something, somebody treats, uh, treats them not right at work, at home. There may be some relationships issues, um, a certain money mindset as well. We can't let go of insecurity and we can't move on with our life. So there can be so many circumstances, but there are some key ones that really is about loss of the person we loved or even knew and it just really hurts us deep. Somebody hurt us in a way that we remember that. It could be a bad comment on social media even, like we treat it very personally. Um, the other thing is could be in a relationship, like we are in a relationship but it's not going well. Uh, we argue a lot. That person can say some uh, words that hurt and we can't let that go, that how this person actually allow or, or wanted to say that and hurt us and of course with children are the same thing and uh, and there could be some other things at work and the last is money and I think uh, money is such a big subject that I probably leave it out because that I will do a, a series on money in the future but for now, it's just the art of letting go. And I would say that's going to repeat probably in the future podcast because it's such a important topic and and it could be related to, you know, to many different things in our life, many different circumstances. Some are harder, some are easier. But I truly believe that the thought process is similar. It's similar because it, it, this is how our brain works, Right. So definitely it's an art in letting go and sometimes we are not yet ready to let go and sometimes we are because we think that it has been too long, right? We've been stuck in a certain position. So let's say that imagine that something happened to you, something really that hurt you deep. Somebody said something, somebody didn't apologize for it, somebody just really hurts your feelings and you may know that person you may not know that person we quite often treat it very very personally 
So there will be negative emotions around that for sure. So we may feel less worthy. Our self-esteem, self-worth can be uh, damaged because if we don't lack of our own self-worth, uh, if we lack, sorry, the self-worth already in a certain aspects, that will basically make it even bigger. So uh, we may think like, oh, that person was right. I'm not worth it to do that. I'm not really worthy in investing in myself. I will never be healthier because I keep coming up to drinking, I don't know, more alcohol and eating some sweets all the time because they were pointed out that I shouldn't be eating this, but I'm eating, I'm on a diet and I keep eating, so I keep betraying myself. So that really gets deep into your trust in yourself, like say, okay, I'm I'm not worth it. I, I'm not going to ever do it or succeed in it because those emotions arise and I feel really, really bad about myself so what's the point right so there will be a lot of negative emotions if you are in that vulnerable state if you don't do that work like your thought and like thinking oh yes maybe I'll just explain with that person what do they mean or it doesn't really matter because I don't believe that to be true it's only my thought and story about this then you are okay. You've probably done some work on this. But most of us don't do that. We don't do that like that because whatever happens, it's a very personal touch and it's a very, very personal to us and personal experience. So that requires this conscious and awareness of actually allowing those thoughts and working on those thoughts. So first of all, I would say allow all these negative emotions to flow. But don't become them but approach them with curiosity so the way I do it is basically I take a bird's eye view so I imagine myself as a bird and this comes with the visualization so let's say I sit by my desk I'm deep in my thoughts about somebody said something to me or something happened and then I take the bird's eye view on me sitting by behind the desk and I see the whole picture right so what I could see in that picture is that I'm sad I'm deep in my so I don't know what I'm thinking because from the bird's eye view I'm not in my mind I'm just seeing myself as a person as a physical person so I may be curled up I may be very small sitting behind my desk I may be crying I may be sad I may be in my deep in my thought so I'm not becoming that but I'm looking at that and and now what do I feel about that and and it's interesting experience because quite often is we feel like really shocked that we are in that position that we see ourselves uh, in that position and we allow those emotions to flow but then we ask ourselves do we want to be in that space for a long time and quite often that's not the case we don't want that right we want to be a happier person but we still need to work on our emotions. Remember, life is dual. You're going to have negative emotions and you're going to have positive emotions and you just have to acknowledge both. So you can do this bird's eye view and then write about it. How do you feel? How did you feel looking at you in that kind of position, right? 
acknowledging the pain, probably the sadness, the emptiness, right? We quite often feel there's just so massive emptiness. And I'm going to talk about that in a minute, that something has been lost, right? Is it trust? Is it that kind of connection with that person and the person overall because they, for example, have died? And that emptiness is going to be there. And this is probably one of the hardest things in life to feel the emptiness. But once you consciously approach it, you become familiar with it. So anytime it comes to you, you will have less and less fear for it. Now, what question you can ask yourself? Isn't that interesting that I see this and this is what I feel? Yeah. What would help me right now? Um, how can I add more um, self-care to really look after myself and be gentle with myself that it's not detrimental to my health because I can tell you more caffeine won't help you more sugar won't help you even more excessive um, exercise and generally overdoing things won't help you because they are there to suppress your emotions and they will come back so it's just basically meeting your fear meeting your emotions where you are on a given day because that can differ right and acknowledging this is one of the hard of hardest thing the humans can actually do meet their negative emotions but i think it's one of the things that um, can really save you from mental health problems in the future and really allow you to consciously address some of those things and as i always say don't suffer alone and have help if you can't get from that so it could be journaling but also a friendly chat with someone you know will not be judgmental no matter what you say and quite often it is an independent person therapist or coach that can help you with that because they don't you know they meet you where you are and they don't want you to you know jump on this with a lot of advice they want you to discover this for yourself and that's why I believe that coaching is so valuable so I think they that, that's what you can do and I remember and I think mentioned that um, you know I've spent the whole week sorting out my dad's funeral and cremation and all of that on my own I had a bit of a help but it's not like a close very close family member because I really wanted to address all of my emotions I was in my house on my own especially in the evenings and nights were absolutely terrifying to a certain point because I was waking up with my thoughts in the middle of the night with nobody around me and you think like oh my goodness this is terrible but in a sense it made me stronger and um, and I just had to do it I think um, I had to have the time to understand how I feel how the whole situation make me makes me feel and I was journaling a lot I was listening to a nice music I was moving my body a little bit but I was very very gentle with myself so that 
is this thing and the other thing is about um uh, the other tip is, is like get familiar with emptiness that's something that struck me so much i was on my own in that house <laughs> um and there was nobody there and at some point i had my dad's ashes um with me as well um and i was talking to him about how i feel very very surreal and very difficult because with the emptiness is that there is so much things, so many different things you wanted to say and do when they were alive, for example, um, but you couldn't. So in a sense, when you regret, um, when you have that situation with somebody that is still alive that helped you, you have that ability and possibility to talk to them and communicate with them and clarify the whole situation um, so that you don't live in that story and the thought what actually happened you know and that I used that a lot with my husband because uh, I wanted to under him to understand how I feel and I wanted to understand how he feels as, as you can imagine after 16 years in marriage there could be all sorts of different things um, and you know one of the things we argued quite a lot a bit now n not um not uh, now, but in the in the past, sometimes it comes up. It's like how much time and money I devoted to my own self development, and he wants the same, right? It's a bit of like, and I always say, of course, you know, let's do this and look at that, and I appreciate his support in 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 that because I know a lot of couples do not survive this because there is a bit of like a competition. So that saved a lot of misunderstanding when I was able to clarify when I was very hurt, when he told me about, I mean, there was a situation I was crying the way he was talking about money and everything else. And um, I mean, very, very difficult. And that left me very, like with the emptiness, like, so who else I can talk to about it? Like, so in that situation, it's good to have a coach or a group of women who are on in a similar path and they can help you to understand this. And they've been through the same probably. So one thing to to deal with the emptiness is first of all acknowledge it that it is and it's a normal feeling that you feel empty around yourself and and you don't know what else you can do um but also like in order to um get it more familiar with talk about it with other people and uh, I met with some friends and uh, some of them uh, lost their um, dearest and nearest as well. And that's what they acknowledged, like this massive emptiness. And I started to imagine that when my dad lost his wife and my mom 13 years ago, he was living on his own in the house without my mom. And it just breaks me into pieces because now I tr I, I was with my husband in my home so I we could just go through this together and plus I had a little baby at that time and it just like it was just the crazy situation but him he was on his own and I feel like he suffered a lot he suffered for 13 years without his wife and I, I think it was very very difficult for him all right and the last thing is the be gentle with yourself um this is the hardest because quite often in order not to feel all of those difficult emotions, we 
uh, are not gentle to ourselves. First of all, we are not gentle in the language, in expression. We say like, oh, I'm stupid. I'm not worth it. Maybe he or she is right. I shouldn't be doing it. Yes, I. That, that's not, I don't deserve this life anymore because what's the point you know um it's it's just like you have a lot of these things and you are looking for proof <laughs> you're looking for proof and you will find it right your brain will find it okay so this 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 didn't happen this didn't work he said and she said that you know i had potential client and she said no because if you are in the business at work it may be well i'm not deserving that promotion and better money but I'm trying so hard so I probably don't deserve like there is so many many thoughts and again it's okay to have the thoughts but don't dwell and don't entertain them any longer than you have to put them down in the journal and ask yourself is it really true and I would encourage you to do a bit of a model is just you know having a circumstance understand your thought how do you feel and what is the result and the outcome of it and then do it from a very factual point of view and try to transform it into something that really uh, is realistic, more realistic and it's not based on the story your brain tries to create. So first of all, be gentle with yourself. And, and first of all, it's the way you think about yourself. This is so important. And again, somebody else can help you with that to say that it, it, it helped me immensely. Like when I didn't see any hope in, I don't know, building my business and this, um, then I've got together with a group of women and they said, Monica, you're amazing. You're inspirational. You do this, this and this. And I couldn't see it at all because you can't see it when you are deep in your thoughts, which are quite negative. You can't basically see it. Other people can basically need to tell you that and then you start coming from out of it now I'm conscious and aware of that and I said that's not true um, but a few years back that wasn't the case and by gentle as well self-care and I can't tell you what it is for you because it could be completely different for you but mindfulness breathing you know nice smell candles uh nice food like we uh, we went yesterday to a really luxurious restaurant i was like oh can i have more of this please because uh we deny ourselves the luxuries because sometimes we feel like we don't deserve it anymore right we don't because we haven't completed something or we have this emptiness or we so we don't deserve any anything good in our life which is so not true get yourself on a date on your own, with people if you want to, with your other half if you want to, get yourself on a date in the luxurious environment. Oh my goodness, it will do you so much good. And um, move your body. I love doing like a 10 minutes moving my body with Calm Up. Calm Up probably is the only app I use on a regular basis for mindfulness, for meditations, for movement, from for some life teaching. I like so so many of this and listening to some uplifting podcasts as well uh, like my one my own <laughs> but um, be gentle with yourself for sure so that's it is it for today I hope that helps you letting go is not easy is the work you do every day um, acknowledge that this is a process that may not have a timeline 
and and move your body for any stuck emotions but be gentle i usually find that yoga pilates um, pilates and all that kind of gentle movement is better for me because i focus on my breath i focus on my mind along with focusing with my um uh with with the movement and the other probably last thing i would recommend cold water therapy it will take all your thoughts out of your mind when your brain trying to focus on survival because it's so cold and I love it I can spend now a few minutes in the cold water um, which is really cold and it just really increased my immunity it increased my uh, resilience uh, mental health improved mental health for sure and I'm just looking at installing some kind of cold bath at home because cold showers they do it sometimes um, but I need like a proper submerging into the cold water and it is really really good so just a a little bit of a plug from me for here Uh, join my three weeks emotional intelligence program that I'm starting on a 27th of October and I can't wait it's from triggered to activated we're gonna be discovering the art of letting go but most of all doing the exercises practical exercises that can help you every day to go through the emotional roller coaster, to get familiar with your negative emotions and what they truly mean for you. It is the journey of self-discovery, right? And as I said, without practical um, ways of dealing with your emotions, everything else is going to be very difficult. Getting, for example, healthy, um, you know, sticking to your health regime, uh, having better relationship, like this is just the basis, like working on your emotions, uh, when you can really control who you truly are and who you truly want to become, because I believe that it's always a journey, right? And this is, I believe, everyone has to start with. Um, We quite often focus on what is external and think like, well, I can't move on because A, B and C, but we are not looking at ourselves. We have to get stronger ourselves to face what is coming and really made up our mind what we truly want and desire. And I'm going to be talking about this in my next podcast, which will be called Desire from desire to decision and I think this is such a good one I'm going to talk about that Uh, but in the meantime if you want to subscribe and and join my program we're starting on the 27th of October the link is in the show notes thank you and bye for now